the Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 15th chapter. Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because a servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. This is the gospel of the Lord. You, you may be seated. O Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight our strength, and our Redeemer. Amen. The section that I read is part of a longer section, and I guess a formal name would it be Jesus' Farewell Discourse. Jesus knew that his days on earth were getting close to having none. And there were some things that he felt that he had to share with the disciples that they had to know. You know, things like we might say, um, honey, do you know where all the accounts are? Or, now remember, the insurance bill is paid twice a year, or whatever. Of course, Jesus wasn't worried about his financial accounts, and he wasn't worried about paying the insurance. What he was concerned about was that the disciples know exactly why he was on earth, exactly what his job was. And so he told them, beginning already in chapter 13 of John, all the way through chapter 17, these things that he was certain that they needed to know about Jesus and his mission here on earth. Two Sundays ago, we heard Pastor John talk about Jesus saying, I am the good shepherd. Last Sunday, it was about vines and branches. And today we find out what as branches we're supposed to do. We're supposed to bear the fruit of love in what we say and what we do and how we say it and how we do it. When I was reading this text the first time, one of the things that jumped out at me is, and Jesus called them friends. Got an email this week from a lay pastor or a lay person who's going to be bringing the message someplace in a congregation. And he wanted to know, was this really important? And I emailed him back and I said, yes, it's very important. Because a friend is completely different than a student. How Jesus ever had the courage to say, you are my friends and not you are my disciples, I'm not sure. Because there's a big difference. A disciple is a student. 
A friend is somebody who knows everything. All of us, I think, are blessed to have friends. You know those people who know what you're really like and still love you? Those people who really know what you mean when you say something and say, I still want you to be my friend? That's what Jesus told his disciples. Not that he had anything to hide, but not everybody, hardly anybody knew that Jesus had been sent by the Heavenly Father to come on earth and to give his life as a sacrifice for our sin. And this is what he wanted the disciples to know. If a teacher tells a student something, that student is to have one response. Yes, sir, I believe it. The student is not supposed to say, but wait a minute, what about, or have you ever thought about doing it this way? I think that would be a whole lot better. No, it's the teacher's way or the highway. It's an all or nothing deal. No other teacher in Jesus' day would tell his students that you are my friends. But Jesus did, and he meant it. And he wanted them to know, again, what it really meant for him to come into the world. It meant love. And as I tried to show with the blue, little blue semicircle here and the twine all around the congregation, we're all included as objects of God's love. It's not a God loves you all. That's a southern way, and it really, you all is really just one person. It's all you all that makes it right. But Jesus doesn't mean that either. He said, God loves you. And you, and you, and you, and, and you, 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 you. How many are there? 200? 200 times you. God loves you. He loves all of you equally. No one more, no one less, but equally. God's gift for you is exactly the same. The hope of eternal life. The sure and certain hope of everlasting life if you obey my commands. And my command is what? Love one another as I have loved you. He gives us an example of how we're to love. Sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we forget that all that we have comes from God and that the gifts are gifts given to us through love. Sociologists have a theory. And in one way I agree with it, another way now it's just a sociologist theory. But the theory is this, that the way we act is the way we try to impress somebody else. So if I'm trying to impress you, I'm going to be thinking, now, what does he want me to say? What does he want me to do? 
Oh, wait. I hear somebody saying, don't say that. Don't do that. Okay, what is it then? It's as if God, we look in a mirror, and in the mirror we see God. So, of course, we're trying to impress God, right? I said nothing. I heard nothing. I saw nothing. And then God says, oh, yes, you did. We try and behave like the person who's looking at us wants us to be. Now, what if we look in a mirror and we see God? What do you think we should be doing? Love one another as I have loved you. This means that if I'm walking down the street and I see somebody coming and, oh, no, I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to talk to her ever again. Oh, wait a minute. I can't do that. I have to greet that person, and I have to greet that person with love. That's tough. That's tough. But just think of what a world would be like if each of us approached every single person that we meet with love. The guy that just cut me off there with his car? The grouch at the checkout counter? Hmm. Or am I the only one who meets these people? (laughs) Oh, sounds right, yeah. So how do we act? We can't, obviously can't think about, I'll get even with him or I'll get even with her. I'll treat her like she treated me. Huh? So there, take that. No. Love one another as I have loved you. No ifs, no ands, no buts, no exceptions. And there you have it. You have an easy assignment this week. No. It's easy, isn't it? Oh, it's not. Oh, that's right. It's, It's kind of tough. You're right. You're right. But that's our assignment for the week. To love one another as God loves us. Includes feeding the hungry, housing the homeless, clothing the naked, all that, and more. Amen.